Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for avgeeks and non-avgeeks alike. We tackle anything related to airlines and sometimes beyond. This week, Dave, winter is coming. Just to be clear here, do you even know what that reference is? No, I don't watch that show. <laughs> okay. Yes, winter is coming eventually. We still have a couple months here. Yeah, 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 I know. But everyone wants to know what it'll be like over the winter holidays because people are buying their tickets right now. So we're going to pull out the old crystal ball. Will my flight be delayed? The crystal ball is not that good, Dave, <laughs> but uh, we'll see what we can glean from it. I want to thank our sponsor, MedJet, the membership service that protects you if you get sick or injured while traveling. They also offer travel security through their MedJet Horizon product. We'll talk a bit more about them later on. Okay. So will my flight be canceled or delayed? Look, normally I would not answer that question. But listen, if you'd like, I'd be happy to make some calls to the airlines and have them cancel your specific flight. Would that be helpful? No, no, pass. All right. Well, the point is that we can't know if any specific flight will be canceled or delayed or anything because the airlines don't know that. If they did, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it seems like that's a, a service that uh, we could probably charge a lot for. Yes, if we could predict that. And But then, see, here's the thing. Um, as soon as it's proven that we don't actually know then it will probably cost us more to defend against those lawsuits uh, for uh, false advertising. So, you know. uh, I guess that's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Now, listen, anyway, though, I do hate all these discussions about predicting, like, how bad will winter travel be? We don't know. We don't know. I mean, the biggest pain point will be the weather. And we don't know what that'll be on any given day. All right. So if I'm flying to Seattle and there's an ice storm, then I'm probably in trouble. If not, I'm probably okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's even more than that. Like, let's say there's a freak snowstorm in Atlanta. Even if you're not flying through Atlanta, Delta is screwed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's going to be bad news for them. But, you know, at the same time, like, let's say a nor'easter rolls through New York. Well, okay, then everyone's in trouble. Not Alaska. Or Hawaiian, but yes, <laughs> most people are in trouble. So that's the deal. Uh, right. Keep an eye on those hubs, people. Uh, so then why are we even doing this podcast if we don't know? <laughs> we don't know. Apparently, that's really tickling Dave right there. San Diego. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we did go back and forth. On this when we were deciding what to do but i do still think there's value here we can read the tea leaves and think about like how vulnerable the airlines might be based on some of the factors we know you know little little stuff things and such this sounds like a whole bunch of gobbledygook a word <laughs> i definitely use in my regular vocabulary rotation oh, i loved it so much <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> anyway, it is a bunch of gobbledygook. Wow. We'll come back after the break, and I will get into actual details so you don't have to make up words, Dave. Great. 
Dave, like we covered on our last episode, in addition to COVID, travel security has become, shall we say, a bigger concern. Sure, like when a war breaks out or something. Yep, that's a thing that can apparently happen. Uh, but, you know, at least it makes us not think about COVID. Uh, but BA5 now, well, you know, we'll start talking about that one again, too. Yeah, that's very stressful, and I don't want to think about that. And you're not even going to Canada. Nope. Uh, but but everyone is stressed. <laughs> this is why our sponsor, MedJet, offers such a great product. Whether your top concern while traveling is health or safety, MedJet has air medical transport and travel security memberships to help you if the worst should happen. Well, maybe not the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, travel insurance is important, but add a MedJet membership for the ultimate peace of mind. I think of MedJet as the best case scenario for the worst case scenario. Yes, it's a good way to put it. It's like having a get me out of here membership when you really need it. You can learn more and become a member at medjet.com slash cranky flyer. All right, we're back. Dave, have you composed yourself? I'm fine. Okay, all right. So here's what I did. I went into the Sirium data, and I looked at how many flights are currently scheduled for this holiday season compared to last year's holiday season. And this will tell us if they're really trying to push too hard or not? Yeah, that's the idea. Um, So what I did was, for this year, I looked at December 17th to January 8th, 2023, um, and then last year I did December 18th, 21 to January 9, 22. So it's not perfect. Schedules aren't final. You know, it doesn't say what they've done to develop capacity to more airplanes, more crews, whatever. Uh, but it still tells us something. All right. So how should we do this? Alphabetical order? Uh, let's, um, let's look at the big four first and then go from there. So that would mean we start with American. And American has this pattern of regional departures being way down and mainline being way up. So uh, for American Eagle, the uh, the worst is Republic is down 38.6% departures versus the prior year. Uh, the best Eagle carrier is SkyWest down only 18.6%. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> the best case scenario is almost 19% fewer flights than last year. That's uh, that's pretty insane. Oh, yeah, it is. But that's the regional pilot shortage for you. So everyone is struggling at getting enough regionals to be able to fly their airplanes, which has been crazy. So what are they doing? Well, on the flip side, they're trying to push mainline harder. Uh, so American mainline is up 12.2%. That's interesting. I, I mean, last holiday was right at the thick of Omicron, so you'd think things would be looking better this year. Yes, but, I mean, remember, like, we do know that the regional airlines have been stretched more thin than the mainline airlines due to the pilot shortage. Okay, so if you're booked on a regional, you're likely in trouble? I, I know it's weird, but it might actually be the opposite. Because the way I think about this is that the regionals have been such a mess that they've really cut back and they kind of now have a better idea of what they can do. But they're also, I think, being a little more conservative with it. But then they're trying to fill in the gaps by adding more mainline flying. So they're pushing themselves harder on mainline. So it's possible that if they're stretched further there, it it could actually impact mainline more than regional. 
um, because the regional pains already happened. So I, I don't really know for sure, but it's kind of interesting to think about that. All right. So everyone is screwed no matter what airline. <laughs> okay. Not, not quite, Dave. <laughs> Listen, Uncle Buttigieg will not be happy with that. So they're going to have to make sure they do better here. But, uh, yeah. but the, I mean, the pattern at American, like what we just talked about, it, it's the same at all the big guys. Like Delta, um, let's see, they have SkyWest is their best performer down 12.6%. And uh, Republic is their worst up 31.5% or down 31.5%. Uh, and mainline is up, uh, let's see, 10.1%. All right. So some airlines fly for American and Delta as regionals. So oh. Yeah. And United for that matter. Right. SkyWest Republic, you know, they, so not every regional flies for all of them, but, uh, SkyWest and, and Republic do <laughs> and Delta and American. Okay. That was just a coincidence uh, that they both had kind of the low and high end there, but at United it's different. So United, the best is, um, is Air Wisconsin, which is a shock. Uh, maybe that's because they already had their problems earlier last year, but uh, they are down 15.4%. And United's worst is GoJet, which is down 50%, 5-0. And Mainline is up 18%. Okay, so just to wrap our heads around this, uh, GoJet is down 50%, but that can't just be pilots, right? We don't really know for sure, uh, but that's probably true because... So GoJet only flies the uh, 50-seat CRJ-550 aircraft, which I'm sure you know all about, all the specs, right? Mm -hmm. Encyclopedic yeah. knowledge of that. Right. So that airplane is basically a bigger airplane that has fewer seats. So it has a lot more premium seats, extra legroom, first class, whatever. When it was designed, it was created more for premium business markets, but those markets are not exactly uh, booming these days. So... Um, <laughs> So some of these planes could be grounded or, you know, just slowed down because of demand in those business markets. They don't want to fly it. But but I don't know, because considering how much flying is down for the other regional airlines, like it seems like United would still rather put those airplanes out there to at least have something instead of nothing. But I don't really know for sure. I, I don't know what GoJet situation is. So Delta is up less than the rest. Yes, Yes, but its regionals are also down less than the rest. So it sort of starts to even out. But um, but overall, if, if we combine mainline regionals and everything, uh, American is actually down the most versus last year at 7.7%, while Delta is down the least at 2.2%, and United's right in the middle, down 5.6%. So everyone's down at the high end. All right, so you said the big four, but you haven't talked about Southwest yet. Southwest has no regionals, so what's that one like? Yes, so Southwest uh, is showing that it is up 15.5% right now. So that, to me, is kind of a normal number of what you might expect to see if, like, regional airlines had pilots and, you know, the, the other airlines weren't <laughs> hamstrung by this. Uh, so, you know, if we kind of think of Southwest that way, that's still pretty hefty growth, uh, but that's kind of how I'm looking at that. Got it. And what about the smaller airlines? Uh, well, Alaska is pretty interesting. Uh, it's up 15.7% for mainline, uh, but SkyWest is actually up 19.3%, even more. Uh, but that's because SkyWest keeps getting more airplanes. It's a pretty small operation for Alaska compared to the other big guys. 
Um, but on the other side, Horizon, which is the other regional, it's actually owned by Alaska, um, and it's the only other one that they have flying for them. They're down 26.9%. Uh, but I think a lot of that is because they moved forward the retirement of their turboprop fleet, and that's completely gone after the holidays. So it'll take time for them to replace that um, with jets. Pour one out for the Q400. You know it. It'll be a sad day when it's gone, says me and not you. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the other side of the country, uh, we have JetBlue up 4.2%. That's a little bit low, right? Yeah, there are a few things going on with JetBlue. Uh, for one, it runs a terrible operation, so this is probably <laughs> smart to uh, to be a little more conservative on that side. Um but then also, like, it, it, this kind of hides the turbulence here a little bit. So during the pandemic, the airline really built up Newark and other places. Now it's backed that off and moved things elsewhere. So if we actually broke it down by departures by airport, uh, Newark is down 34%. LaGuardia is up 56%. And Boston and JFK are both up, like, 12 to 14%. Um, so there's a lot of shifting of resources here, and, and that kind of explains it a little better. Okay, so what about the ultra low cost carriers? It always seems like it always seems worse when they cancel, uh, because they never seem to have more flights you can get on. Yeah, you aren't wrong. They don't tend to have a lot of frequency, um, but what we see here is kind of interesting. Uh, Spirit is showing up seven point seven percent. Allegiant is up nine point two percent, but Frontier uh, it, it's only up point two percent. That's uh, pretty weird for Frontier. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, I, I, so I, what I did, I, I compared to the 2019-2020 season, holiday season before the pandemic. And Legion and Spirit are both up more than 20%. Uh, but Frontier is only up 11.4%. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm not 100% sure what to make of that. But I think it's important to note that these numbers are not final. Uh, there's going to be more shifting. And I would not be surprised to see significant changes with the ultra-low-cost guys. The bigger airlines don't tend to make drastic changes as close in, but the others do. So uh, I will be very curious to see what they end up doing there. Okay, so what does this tell us? Well, what it says to me is that the airlines are trying to make sure they can run their operations right this winter. Um, you know, DOT is breathing down their necks and has been since the summer. So if they screw up the holidays, they're in trouble. More more regulation that they're going to hate. Um, so, you know, they're, for the most part, I think, trying to to run a good operation. But one big snowstorm, it's all screwed anyway. So who knows? <laughs> uh, the, the one saving grace may be the timing of the holidays. How's that? Well, Christmas and New Year's are on a Sunday this year. Uh, so the peak travel dates won't necessarily fall as they normally do. You know, some people may fly back Monday, others may take the week. It's not as simple as just a normal, like, weekend trip where you can easily decide, okay, Christmas is Monday, we fly back Tuesday. Um, this should help spread demand out a little bit more, so that'll hopefully help to make that work. All right, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Cranky Talk. We'll be back with more deep dives and helpful tips for these turbulent times. 
saying this. You are. <laughs> you said that you would say anything written in the script. Are you going back on that, Dave? Parents, tell your kids it's earmuffs time. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> it works. He will do it. He will read whatever I put in the script. It's, this is fantastic. Uh, yeah. The blue writing are my lines, and that's what I read. <laughs> and thank you to MedJet for sponsoring this week. Learn more about how you can protect yourself while traveling at medjet.com slash crankyflyer. If you'd like to be a sponsor of Cranky Talk, let us know. Email us at advertise at crankyflyer.com, and please remember to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. This helps others find our podcast and ensures our survival. I don't think the religious right's going to be too happy after what you just said, Dave. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, if any of you have suggestions for what I should put into the script in the next episode, please email us. Info at crankyconcierge.com and we will be more than happy to mess with Dave. This week was particularly enjoyable since he did not even have a chance to read the thing in advance, which is why you hear him giggling like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> Next time, Dave, we'll, you should read it and maybe make edits like you normally do. <laughs> Bye, everybody.